Two days ago, I talked about Surah Al-Qasas. We had covered this surah in the past few days. The surah that comes immediately after Surah Al-Qasas is a surah that is very much worthy of our reflection, and especially based on the current circumstances where we see Muslims being tortured, Muslims being persecuted because of their faith. All over the world we see. In light of everything that we see, it is very important that we focus on this surah, Surah Al-Ankabut. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He begins the surah by saying, Alif la Mim. And in this surah, if you want to summarize this entire surah, what is the hadith of this surah? What is the goal of this entire surah? It, the goal is that there are going to be challenges that will come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who are the believers, they will endure these challenges. And those who are not the believers, they will lose faith in these challenges. These challenges will make them distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah begins the surah by saying, Alif la mim. And why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention this? Of course, we know that we cannot, we don't know the meaning of the huruf of muqatta'at, alif la mim, taasin, kaf, haya, ayn, sad. No, 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 no one knows the true meaning of these ayat. And the subtle meaning behind this is that just like you and I, we don't know the meaning of alif la mim. We don't know the hikmah behind alif la mim. Likewise, challenges that come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we don't know the hikmah of these challenges. We don't know why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala setting up these challenges, but we have to simply accept them. And then Allah says, Alif la mim ahasiba nasu an yutraku an yaqulu amanna wa hum la yuftanun. Do you really believe that you can say that you believe in Allah and you'll not be tested? Now let's try to understand that this surah was one of the last surahs to be revealed uh, in Mecca. One of the last surahs to be revealed. Meaning that the, the persecution against the Muslims had ramped up. And already Rasulullah wasallam has sent a group, a good group, a good, um, you know, a good group in terms of number to Abyssinia and Habisha. Yet the persecution is growing in the Muslim community and especially in Mecca. And this surah is revealed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that you will be tested, no doubt. There is no doubt that you can, there is no doubt in the fact and there is no way that you can say that you believe in Allah and you will not be tested. However, all of our tests are going to be different. Right now for us living in America, our test is different than those living in India. Those living in India is different than those living in Palestine. Those living in Palestine is different than the ones that are going on in China. And every single person is going to be tested in different ways. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what He wants to also tell us is that when it comes to a test of faith, you will have to go through much more difficulty. See, this word fitna, la yuftanun, the word fitna, what is it in reference to? Is in reference to the process that gold goes through in order to become more purified. See, if I were to take gold in itself, I were to take gold in itself, and I would try to scrub it on the outside of it, it will never become clean. I cannot just take gold and rub it on the outside. Gold usually, when it, when it comes to the filth that is associated with gold, is usually deeply penetrated in the middle of that gold. So what a person has to do is, what the goldsmith does is, he takes that gold and he has to melt that entire gold and then remove the dirt 
the, the, the particles that are not considered as gold, and then the gold is separated from the rest. Likewise, when we talk about Iman, where is Iman? Iman is not on the outside. Iman is where? Is on the inside. Just like filth and that gold is on the inside, and it has to go through a furnace, and the whole thing has to break down in order to remove that dirt. Likewise, a person will have to go through a little more difficulty in order to remove that filth from our Iman. And that is the cleansing process. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, there are people before you they went through these challenges you're not of the exception today we say why did Allah put us through this well people people before us they also went through similar challenges now you know those who are going through persecution those who are the victims of someone else's dhulm we always say that we have to be patient and we have to put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but what happens to these people who are the zalimun who are what happens to these people who are committing the dhulm Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says am hasibal ladina ya'maluna sayyiat those people who are committing this sayyiat and these dhulm do they think that they have gotten away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling them, telling the, telling the zalimun that your time will also come. And in this, there's a lesson also for the victims also. For those who are the mazloom, that whenever and wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chooses, Allah will hold them accountable. Today we always say, where is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When will the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come? And this ayah tells us And that Allah is telling us That your job is to be patient in these kind of situations And it is my job to decide When I will hold them accountable I may hold them accountable in this dunya I may hold them accountable in the akhirah But then after this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He goes through different stories And different things to show us How you and I we can be tested in this dunya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He first of all brings up the story of the, uh, Brings up an ayah in reference to Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas where he was emotionally blackmailed by his own mother and she, was, and she said to her own son the fact that you have converted to Islam I'm no longer going to eat till you don't come back to your, the religion of your forefathers so in one way she's trying to emotionally uh, emotionally trying to get to her own son so the Quran is telling us that sometimes there are going to be challenges that come our way in which our emotions are going to be played with sometimes our emotions are going to be toyed with and as Muslims we have to be strong we cannot become emotional and we give in no we have to be strong Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the same surah talks about Ibrahim alayhi salam why Ibrahim alayhi salam because Ibrahim alayhi salam's challenge was what it was the fire but because he was he was steadfast upon his yaqeen in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him in that same surah Allah mentioned the story of Nuh alayhi salam why because during his time what was the great deal at that time the big flood that came Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Nuh alayhi salam and the believers and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the story of Lut alayhi salam and he says waqala inni muhajirun ila rabbi that I'm making hijrah to my rabb and in essence this is a hint 
to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As I said, this is one of the last surahs to be revealed in Makkah. So this is a hint to the Prophet sallallahu that when Lut alayhi sallam is saying, I'm making hijrah, you also are going to be making hijrah to Medina. And then after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the same surah, he talks about uh, salat. That the challenges that will come our way also may be in the form of sins. Allah says that how do you protect yourself from sins? How do we protect ourselves from immorality? This immorality that we are seeing in our society, this immodesty that we are seeing in society, that in itself attracts many people. It's a fitna. How do we protect ourselves from this fitna? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أُتْلُ مَا أُوحِيَ إِلَيْكَ مِنَ الْكِتَابِ وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةِ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ the Salat in itself has this powerful mechanism that it can protect a person from, from a lunacy and illicit, illicit um, relationships and so forth. Anything that is considered as immorality, a Salat will help prevent all these things. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions all this. And then finally at the end of the surah, again, so the surah begins with, Making sure that you understand that we will be tested. Every one of us will be tested. But then at the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا That anyone who strives for us, and they strive in our path. See, the requirement first is that we have to strive. Many times we say that first of all, let the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come, and then I will do something for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is saying no. It works the other way around. First, you have to strive then the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبْلَنَا As a result of our dedication, of our hard work, being consistent on our deen, despite what the society is saying and what the society is doing and all the Islamophobia and all the propaganda that may be spreading. All this that may be spreading, if a person remains committed to their deen, Allah says, لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا That Allah will open up not one path, subul, many paths as a result. Now, finally, finally, the most important thing is this. This surah is called what? Surah Al-Ankabut. Why? Because in this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides a parallel. The parallel of a spider web. And what we have to understand is that there are many explanations given. First of all, this ayah, مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ اتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ أَوْلِيَاءَ كَمَثَلٍ عَنْ كَبُوتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving a very simple concept over here. That people who worship, people who call out to other deities besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their deities is as weak as a spider web. Just like a spider web is so weak. You can, a, a strong wind can blow it away. Likewise, their, their deities are that weak. Why? Because today they are worshipping these deities and these gods and false gods and so forth. But these false gods don't have the power to do anything. In fact, when they will show up and appear on the Day of Judgment and they need help, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell these people that you used to worship all these idols. Now go and ask them for help. And of course we know that these idols will not be able to help them on the Day of Judgment. But within this ayah, in this parallel, there are some other subtle you know, important messages in this. First of all is that when we come across challenges in our life, many times we try to go towards other options in life besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many times people leave Allah and they try to take other options. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through this parallel, He's saying that just like a spider web is weak, 
Okay, the spider web is weak. Likewise, all these other things that we may go to in times of crisis, whether it's anything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we're leaving Allah and we're going towards them, they are as weak as a spider web. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning this. Second thing that's very important is that if you look at a spider web, I remember when I was a kid, we did a lot of like projects and so forth. The way a spider hunts, Okay, the way a spider hunts is it puts his web out, okay? And a lot of times you cannot even see that web. And a fly will come, will come and it's just flying around and it gets stuck into that web. The spider comes, it takes a sweet time, it will come, it will wrap it around and it will keep it stored for iftar, okay? Later on, okay? It will have it, it, will have it later on, okay? The point is this. When we talk about fitnas, fitnas are such that just like a fly, when a fly gets into that spider web, there is this substance on the spider web that it gets stuck onto the spider web and it cannot get out. It's like a gluish substance on the spider web and it cannot get away. And that spider comes and has its, and has its meal. The fitness that we live with or around, they are such that if we get caught into them, we will not be able to escape them. Just like a fly, when it gets in, stuck into the spider web, is not able to save itself. Likewise, these fitnas that we, you and I are surrounded with on a daily basis, they are such, so dangerous that we should not take them ever lightly. That if we get caught into them, many times we can get so caught up to them that then we become devoured by our society. We get devoured by other things. So this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving this parallel of the spider web. And just like a spider web, you can't see it from far. Unless you get so close and you get caught into it. Likewise, fitnas that we are surrounded by, they are there. But we as Muslims, we have to protect ourselves. We have to always be on guard when it comes to our iman. And these fitnas could be lurking around us and they're invisible and they can come to us at any time. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he gives the parallel of a spider web, this is the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to get across to us. That there are fitnas that we are surrounded by, beware of those fitnas. Don't get caught up into those fitnas. If you get caught up into those fitnas and your iman is weak, you will be devoured. You will be devoured. You will get caught up and there is no escape from that. So that is why we have these kind of surahs to remind us. And once again, what is the whole goal? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because you hear people all the time saying that, well, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there, then why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowing all this? Once again, because the, our belief as mu'mins and as believers is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts every person through a person through a test. And this is a test for us. And today, many times, we, don't, we, we have trouble understanding this. I had a girl one time coming to my office, and she's like, I don't believe in Allah anymore. Why? Because I don't understand this concept. Why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala putting us through a test? And I, and I told her, I'm like, well, there is a prize at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the road. There's a prize in the hereafter. When we strive hard, there is a prize. You cannot get a prize and do nothing for that prize. You have to work hard for that prize. And this is that dunya, that darul, you know, that this, this darul imtihan. 
This is, the, this is the place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to test us and then we get the prize at the end. So a believer in all these challenges, they become even stronger like we find in this surah, in all these stories that we find in this surah. So keep in mind going forward that each one of us, we're going to be tested. Sometimes in regards to our family, sometimes in regards to our finances, sometimes in regards to uh, health, we're going to be tested in different ways. But each one of us, we have to always remember that this is temporary, it's not forever. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us, and if we remain committed, and I remain thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and all the prophets, we find this story in the surah, all of them, they went through their challenges too. We, inshallah, if we remain committed, there is a greater goal at the end, which is, once again, at the end of the surah, Allah says, I will open up many paths for, for you. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that going forward, inshallah, may Allah keep us committed uh, whenever there are challenges. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never uh, make us fall into fitnas and if we ever fall into a fitna may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give, give us an escape route from it and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us our iman our faith and the upcoming generation inshallah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect their iman and faith ameen rabbil alameen jazakumullah khair assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh inna al-muslimina wal-muslimati wal-mu'minina wal-mu'minati wal-qanitina wal-qanitati wal-sadiqina wal-sadiqati wal-sabirina wal-sabirati wal-khashi'ina wal-khashi'at wal-khashi'ina wal-khashi'ati wal-mutasaddiqina wal-mutasaddiqati wal-sa'imina wal-sa'imat wal-hafidhina furujahum wal-hafidhati wal-dhakirina allaha kathiran wal-dhakirat a'adda allahu lahum مغفرة وأجرا عظيما